Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. With all our talk about the Affordable Care Act and insurance and, and how to find good insurance, what about a health savings account? Is it something that you've ever really considered? My guest today, of course, Marianne Eterno, President of Government Relations for Guarantee Trust Life Insurance Company in Glenview, Illinois. Marianne, what is a health savings account? Melanie, a health savings account is actually two things. There's an account and there's an insurance policy. You can't have one without the other, but it's basically a form of health insurance, major medical health insurance, with a higher deductible than usual, but a savings account attached to it that allows you to pay for the deductible and other expenses out of that savings account. And best of all, it's all tax-free. Wow. So can you have regular health insurance and an HSA at the same time? No, you cannot. Um, if you're going to have an HSA, which is the account, a health insurance, a health savings account, it has to be paired to a specific high deductible health plan. And the federal government sets out limits every year for what's the lowest deductible and what's the highest deductible you can have to qualify as a health savings account eligible policy. How much can you contribute to your HSA? Is it supposed to be like a monthly contribution, like you were paying your health insurance bills, or is it a, a yearly? What do you do? It can be either, and most of these are sponsored through employers. You can have one individually if you're not employed or your employer doesn't have insurance for you. Most of these are through employers, and you can either contribute to your account monthly or all at once at the beginning of the year or whenever any of the money you put into the Health savings account is put in tax-free. It accrues interest in most cases because it's a regular savings account. And when you pull the money out, it's also tax-free. And in very many cases, employers will also contribute to that health savings account. So that is free money to you that you get to keep. Okay, so when you pull money out, you said, why? so what are you pulling money out for? For your deductible, for your co-pays. But it has to be insurance and health-related. Yes, it has to be medically related. However, there are things that are medically related that might not be covered by your insurance. Um, In some cases, and this depends, the laws change are very fluid on this issue, but there have been times where, and right now I think it's not legal, but there have been times where out or over-the-counter medications were a valid expense that you could take money out of your HSA for right now. I think the government has changed their mind on that. Um, there's been a push to make your long, if you had long-term care insurance, be able to pay those premiums out of a health savings account. Right now, you can't do that, but there's a move in Congress to try and allow those things. So, but really, medical expenses, any medical expenses that you have out of pocket, you can pay for out of your health savings account. Do you have to put in? So, I, what if your health savings account is empty, like my regular savings account? <laughs> Well, that just means you're going to, instead of taking the money out of your savings account, you're going to be taking it out of your pocket or your checking account to pay those bills. The nice thing is, though, with a health savings account and the health savings vehicle, the insurance policy that goes with it, it's you don't end up paying for forever. There's no 80, 80%, 20% coinsurance payment. Once you've satisfied your deductible, in 99.9% of the cases, this is true, once you've satisfied your deductible, all your other expenses are covered at 100% by the insurance policy. Wow. So your co-pays so go away. 
Your copays go away once you've reached whatever your deductible, high deductible, $3,500 or $5,000 or whatever. Is that what you're talking about with high deductibles? Right. And actually, this year, for 2016, the maximum out-of-pocket contribution for a family plan that includes your deductible, your copays, your coinsurance, everything but your premiums, is $13,000. The lowest is $2,600. So you have to have a policy that has at least a $2,600 deductible but can have no more than $13,000 of family out-of-pocket expenses. Once you've reached that limit, everything is covered at 100%. And who keeps track of what you buy with your money from your savings account? Do you have to like save all your receipts and prove it to your accountant at the end of the year? It used to be like that. It's not like that anymore. Banks and insurance companies have gotten really sophisticated about this. Most banks that offer the health savings account will issue you a debit card on that account. So you use that debit card just like you would use a credit card or anything else when you go to the doctor's office, when you go to buy a prescription. And so the money is automatically deducted from your account. There's always a running total going on. The programs are sophisticated enough to know what's an allowable expense or not. So no, you don't have to keep a shoebox full of receipts. And who is eligible? Are there people who are not eligible to open up an HSA? No, actually, anybody is eligible if they have the right insurance product. If you've got insurance policy with a deductible that's lower than the minimum, then no, you can't have an account that's attached to it. And conversely, a lot of, I know we've talked about the Affordable Care Act and the exchanges, a lot of the policies on the exchanges are not HSA-qualified policies because their deductibles are actually too high. Wow. Okay. Now, where does Medicare fit in? So if you're somebody who just hits the age of 65, if you've been using an HSA, does anything, what changes? A lot changes because there, there's no such thing, unfortunately, as a Medicare HSA. There was provisions in the law years ago for that, but it just never worked out. They weren't able to write the regulations appropriately. So if you have an HSA and you turn 65, You can take out that money and use it for um, medical expenses. There is a move to try and use it as a carryover to pay for your Medicare expenses, but right now that's not allowed. You go on to Medicare, which is, you know, the traditional um, government program, and you leave your HSA behind. What if somebody uses that little debit card to, I don't know, fix their car or do something like that? Does somebody jump in and yell at them or does does it not work? I mean, how does that work? Well, the IRS yells at you by dinging you with a penalty. (laughs) Oh, really? So So you get a penalty if you screw up with that debit card? Yes. There will be, it becomes a taxable event then. Now you have to pay taxes on that money, and there is usually a penalty as well. It's like when you take out money from your 401k and you take it out for something that's not allowed, you have to pay like a, what is it, a 10% penalty, I think? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You end up having to pay taxes on that money and a penalty. So what if you have an HSA and and a high deductible and then you get a better health insurance plan offered by your employer or somebody else? Where does that money in the HSA account go if you decide to close this up? If you decide to close it, it stays with you. It rolls over year to year. So it's not like an FSA where you have to use all that money by the end of the year. The money goes that goes in, yours and your employer's, rolls over from year to year. So you can accumulate a lot of money to the point where you don't even have to put out of pocket anymore. And at the if you decide to leave your employment or leave that plan, that money becomes yours. You take it out of the account and it's now your money. Now, if you want to do something your employer doesn't offer an HSA, 
they just offer the regular health insurance, but you want to do something with an HSA, do you have to go off your employee-based health insurance or something? You might. You might. If the employer's plan does not meet the deductible on and out-of-pocket requirements, and most of them won't, if they don't have an HSA attached to it, yeah, it's going to be difficult. You'd have to do it on your own. But a lot of employers seek out this HSA because premiums are less expensive. Because it's a higher deductible, the premiums to the employer and to the employee are less expensive than traditional major medical insurance. And even with the employer contributing to your HSA account, he's, he or she is still having to pay out less in total for your health insurance coverage. So employers love HSAs. Well, and we're just out of time, Marianne, but is, is the insurance, the high deductible insurance, is that a PPO, HMO, or it can be anything? Most of the time, it's a PPO. Until you reach your deductible, then like I said, it's 100% coverage. So it is but a PPO. So anyway, yeah. so you know, you don't have to worry necessarily about the doctors and the things like that. Well, thank you so much. And you can always see more about Marianne Eterno on the front page of RadioMD.com and the whole series that we've done on Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act and so much great information. Now this HSA show will be on there as well. So if you have somebody who has questions about this, you can always send them on and we'll answer them with Marianne. And this is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well. 